Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Hey, Bobby Manning here. Welcome to the Garden Report. Celtics beat the Pelicans 118-112. Great win, great win. With a 17-point come-from-behind effort. Uh, big runs throughout the second half, started by 10-2 uh, for the Celtics. Pelicans punched back 6-0. Uh, Celtics went on a big run. Pelicans went 19-5 to take an 11-point lead. And then the Celtics flipped the game on its head completely, going from down 11 to up 11 on a 33 to 11 run to close the game. Derek White. Derek a White, a big quarter, part man. of it. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, the three point shooting emerge. Great pace and defensive stops on Zion Williamson, uh, who they held to one basket over seven possessions with the ball in his hands after a hot start to the fourth. Uh, so, this one, Joe Sway, I think an example of this team going into a low, shooting poorly. Probably getting down on themselves a little bit, maybe playing a little loose on the defensive end, right. and then picking themselves up after halftime and playing with some incredible effort. You know when this place is exploding, that the Garden crowd's appreciating this team's effort, and they showed that in the second it half. It sounded like a playoff game in here, especially when Derek White hit that three that put them ahead by two, but it took a lot for them to get there and then get back there, right, Bobby? I think that's the part that impresses me the most because they eliminated the 17-point deficit, but all of a sudden the Pelicans went right back up. They went on a run, you know, all of a sudden it's back to double digits, but the Celtics never wavered. You know, their efforts stayed the same on defense. Offensively, I love the way they were executing because they were attacking the rim at all costs, but finding guys at the perimeter for those open looks. Al Horford hit a couple of big three-pointers. Derek White, of course, in that fourth quarter. So I just love the fact that the Celtics never switched up. They never had that sense of desperation. They stayed the course, and all of a sudden and they, they get to this you know double-digit lead with only a couple minutes left in the fourth, and the Pelicans just looked exhausted. They looked defeated, and that's exactly what happens when you, again, you stay the course, you stick to your game plan, and, of course, the effort is at a level where the Pelicans have to respond, right? And I felt like the the, the back and forth, um, the Celtics, they didn't, they didn't change their approach. They never got frustrated with how things were going, and for that reason, especially get led by uh, Tatum and Brown on both ends, right? Especially on the defensive end of the floor, getting those stops, I, I thought that it was, it was huge. It made all the difference. Zion did praise that crowd, blame self-inflicted turnovers for the loss. And Joe Mazzulla, uh, both before the game and after the game, obviously coming off the Clippers game, uh, went on a long explanation about this team's mentality and how they can't expect to win every game, uh, how they can't expect to not go through issues and he Mm -hmm. said even after the game that he hopes they go through something like this 10 more times to be able to learn from it Uh, said that you don't come out of last game angry uh, but whether you're angry whether you're happy you got to be ready for that next game and I just trying to instill that consistency mindset in this team here's Jalen Brown talking a little bit about that uh, message from his coach in the locker room it's it's a full season it's a full body of work you got to account for Night in and night out, you got guys that's not playing, you got guys that's tired, mentally fatigued, all different type of stuff going on in people's lives. Every night we try to come out and put our best foot forward, you know, make sure it's part of my responsibility to make sure our guys is ready to go. Um, regardless of any of the other, you know, outside things, we won't really make no excuses, but 
you know, it's tough. You know, you got to come out and be the best version of yourself every single night. And that's what the city demands, but that's what we demand of ourselves as well. New customers join today and you get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Boston to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So whether it's family stuff, whether it's just mental fatigue, boredom, mm. and I think that's maybe one of the biggest things that this team's going through after its hot start. Missoula said it. You expect to win every game after a certain point. Do you think they're at that point, though? I think boredom is, is what it is. Definitely. I, don't know. I feel like a lot of the times is the, the narrative that Joe Missoula talked about, the sense of entitlement. Sure, that narrative is out there. Oh, you have the best record in the NBA. Oh, this team has this record, so that means you're supposed to be leading the entire way, which obviously isn't the case in the NBA, right? I Win mean, every game, yeah. Right, and you've seen teams like the Pistons beat teams they had no business of beating throughout the course of an 82-game series. That type of thing, that, that type of stuff happens. I think with Joe Mazzula, um, it's confused about, or not confused about, or rather, uh, I feel like when the Celtics make these huge comeback wins, I feel like he doesn't want his team to think that they did something incredible. I think he wants them to know that like this thing happens more often than other people talk about. But I think there's a difference between a 17-point come-from-behind win and being down 12 or 10, you know what I mean? Especially against a good team like this. Right, exactly. Especially against a good team like this. And again, like we said at the top of the video, I, I mean, look, the fact that the Celtics, they didn't change their game plan. They made it about them and what kind of adjustment that they need to make instead of saying, like, oh, we have to match their, you know what I mean? We have to match the Pelicans by, you know, shooting a whole lot of threes because, you know, they finished with 17 in this one. But it wasn't about... Uh, necessarily switching up, you know, their their game plan. It was about doubling down on what they know is going to work. And I, I, I honestly believe it's resistance at the rim, you know, uh, attacking the paint offensively, making sure there's ball movement as well, but also getting great clean looks. And like Missoula said after this game, I mean, you look at a lot of those missed shots, and they were clean looks. They weren't taking terrible shots. And I feel like when, when the Celtics are focused like that, it's anyone's ball game, even if they're down by double digits. I, I feel like that's what he was trying to instill. But I also understand that he doesn't want his team to fall into that narrative that, oh, you know, if you're down by 13 or 14, then something something went horribly wrong, and you know, there's there's, there's this is it's incredible that they were able to to come back and and win it. So I get what he's trying to say. I get the message he's trying to relay. But I also think Missoula forgets that a lot of the time throughout the course of an 82 game season, I, I mean, like. Seeing that pattern continue is what builds a narrative. It's like, oh, these guys give away big, you know, big leads, or they can't close out games, which was the narrative of last year or the yeah, year before. Yeah, that was a big part of last but year. But I don't think that's carried over into this year. But I get what he's trying to do. No, they've run up games. That Chicago won the best example, the in-season tournament game, and right. he said they need to learn from that and I think they did in some games that followed that they're certainly not bored going up to Milwaukee earlier this month the Clippers game it's a big right. one uh, I don't know if it was national TV it probably was but those are marquee games against opposing stars like tonight was so maybe right. it's fatigue it's probably not an excuse for a back Clippers coming in on back to back but I just think it's where they stand they've proven a lot they've accomplished a lot in terms of what they want to do this year they've seen what they're like at their best at full strength right. when shots are falling and I think what they lost probably in some of those bad losses this month were the little things. The offensive rebounding tonight, the defensive right. pressure on Zion late was incredible, especially from the Stars. Uh, and shot totals, turnovers. They had some awful turnovers early in this game, but they cleaned it up. And I was surprised to see they're number two in 
turnover rate this month in terms of having the fewest. Uh, so getting back to doing those little things, I think, is what keeps them in games through these lows, 24% three-point shooting in the first half, and then that turns around. And you know, even a guy like Derek White, who Joe talked about after the game, Never put his head down in terms of what he was doing defensively, passing right. the ball. I thought he did that well early in this game. We got to talk to him this morning. He said, tighten up your mechanics a little bit, go back to the basics, but you don't make things too complicated. And I think that's probably emblematic of this team, too. You're not rewriting things trying to figure out how you went down by 10 at halftime in this game or how you got behind against the Bucks or some of these other teams. It's just about doing things that you've already done. And, right. You know, Joe said to Derek midway through this game, you shouldn't have any doubt. You know this is what you're capable right. of, what you did earlier. In the and year. I love that he brought, he brought out White. And, of course, I love the fact that he got out of his slump at the, just the right time in this fourth quarter, hitting you know, big three-point shots, getting into the paint, that floater off the glass I thought was huge. Really oh, just big finish. game-changing stuff. And I, I love that... He, he uses Derek White as an example because he kind of personifies what we're talking about here, right? In a sense of keep it remaining confident. And Derek's not bored. And, right. Well, Derek's not bored, but I love the I love when Missoula talks about how um, the great sign of confidence is a is an offensive player like Derek who can have slumped at times, but his his confidence the, the biggest sign that his that he remains confident is that he continues to give you that effort on the defensive end of the floor. That says a lot because I, I feel like naturally, if you're in your own head. You, you can't get over what happened, you know, on the offensive end of the floor. You can't get over, oh, man, I missed three in a row. Oh, man, like, I, I got to find my shot. You know, that's going to disrupt your defense. But that's that's never the case with Derek White. So I, I like that Missoula brings that up because it's like, well, wait a minute. You know, when, when Gary asked him about, you know, the, the sense of confidence and players that are, are in the NBA, you know, the ones that can miss 30 in a row and still be confident, whereas Derek White may not be one of those guys. And he's like, well, wait a minute. No, Derek White's still as confident as those guys because he shows it on the defensive end of the floor. The offense is going to catch up at one point or another and I think Derek White is finding out that especially this season so um, that confidence doesn't waver for Derek White he may go into these slumps every so often but the confidence is it's still still strong he wore a bucket hat tonight as well that usually doesn't come out until later I know you were loving that and especially because it's not even playoff time but yeah I, hey maybe it's the ball head maybe he's like you know what I can I can dust this thing off well before the playoffs Missoula deserves credit for this I think uh, the X's and O's the playoff preparedness We'll get to that eventually, but for now, he's kept this team engaged. He's kept them consistent, not losing any more than two in a row this year. Tonight, another example of that. Just an excruciating right. loss against the Clippers, and you come back tonight, which could have marked two in a row through the first, bad first half, and they built on that into the second half and closed this game in a great way. I love the fourth quarter of this game. We're back here tomorrow. Another test for the Celtics, another back-to-back against a really good Pacers team. So that fortitude will be tested again. Josue and I uh, will have more coverage throughout the week. And uh, we will uh, talk to you again here on Celtics All Access. Make sure you subscribe for more segments as well as CLNS Media for all the post-game reactions. Some good stuff from Zion and Tatum after this one. Go check that out. For Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning, Celtics beat the Pelicans 118-112. Go to HelloFresh.com slash CLNSFree and use the code CLNSFree for free breakfast for life. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash CLNSFree with code CLNSFree.